good people of Guanajuato. Just kidding. One, two, three. <laughs> good people of Paris, France. One, two, three. Josh's neighbors, this episode's for you. One, two, three. Good people of Los Angeles, welcome back to a very special episode of the FC, FC, FSA, FSA podcast. The episode in which a gentleman in my neighborhood peeked his head over the fence and almost ended it all. (laughs) Is he serious? Is he kidding? You never know with me. You never know with the backyard. Is this a simulation? Are we on a soundstage? Is this real life Los Angeles? Or is this just Los Angeles in real life? I don't know which is which. What's up? What's down? Are we on episode zero or episode 100? You could tell me either would be true, and I would still be enjoying the hell out of it. I'm here tonight to celebrate AC Noho, Benny Blanco, Josh Spice, Kobe drinking water, <laughs> and Slim Coda. As we celebrate, whether it's the real 100th episode or not, we're unsure, and in true FCFC fashion, we are recording on our old Tascam equipment that I bought many moons ago to interview rappers. We are here in the backyard watching my good people of Los Angeles flag wave in the breeze, drinking some Ichido's malt, drinking some Queen of Blue Deluxe Royal Blue Tea out of wine glasses because we're bougie as fuck now. Just kidding, we're still grimy motherfuckers. And I've already sworn. Slim, you want to hit him with the warning that we should have warned before the warning? Ladies and gentlemen, we're in the backyard. There's cars driving by, people popping their heads over, dogs barking, dogs drinking water, Kobe's a psycho. Um, And we plan to cuss like we always do. So if you're at home or around kids and you shouldn't be listening to profanity, it's probably a good time to stop listening. And we still here after 100, you bitch-ass motherfuckers. Welcome to the FCFC pod where two scholars, a dickhead, and the homies are chilling in the backyard. And we're looking at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. Still? Kind of. All right. All right. After last game. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at episode 100. We think. Yeah. We might, there might be more than that. There might be fewer than that. Josh is pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we're added or more than that. (laughs) So we're using this opportunity to celebrate said episode 100. Cheers, boys. That means we basically hung out at least 100 times in the backyard. That's wild. Salon's paid for itself. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking a little Ichiro's malt. Ichiro's malt, brought to you by Ichiro's malt. Come have some Ichiro's malt. (laughs) Ichiro's malt. Japan. Uh. So, 
We made it, guys. Who made it, Slim? You're going to give us an introduction? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, a hundred times, and I still don't have this down. Sitting across from me, the bearded one, the pleated one, looking like a like a blood that moved to Japan 15 years ago and conformed to the ways, the dweez. Can we just start calling cornrows head pleats? Cancelled. Cancelled. <laughs> All right, man. We're just... Culture is not a falling apart on episode 100. Dweez. To my right is the sexy one, also part of the pleat gang, as well as many other articles of clothing. Josh Spice. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred podcasts. Wow. <laughs> I was ready to go all out. No, 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 no. I I did some research for this episode and listened to some old episodes, and there's one in particular where AC just spent oh, the first twenty minutes roasting me. So yeah, we ain't got no, we ain't got no sympathy today, bro. And as you heard, we have the artful one, the tagger, AC Noho. A man of God, God of Match Day posters is in the backyard with us today. A, a, man, of, a man of many traits, one of them. He's actually back here. He's actually back here. He blessed us with a giant wall-sized version of every one of the match posters, and it takes up my oh. entire property that I live on. So we're just looking at those right now, and we're going to throw them away after this pod. So you guys can't see them because Edgar wasn't here to videotape this, unfortunately. Shout out to Edgar. We miss you. We know you're a busy man. Couldn't be here tonight. But you just have to take our word for it. Yeah, uh, AC went 100%. to the print shop and printed off, what was it, like 56 different match flyers, put them up yeah. here in the backyard. We've also just got all the Patreon money laying out here. That's right. All <laughs> in my bank account. <laughs> and we have the man who changed Dweez's life with a single gift of pets. Oh. <laughs> the OG plea. OG plea. Penny. Might be sexier than Spice Blanco is in the backyard today. Always sexier than Spice. <laughs> Discount Dweez in the house. <laughs> Break out Benny. And for the record, Benny blessed me with the, the shirts and the jacket, but the pants were always my own. Oh, shit. All right. Hey. <laughs> Correct that record. Yeah, that's probably, I feel like Dweez kind of banged on me right now. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sitting on a weird, like, you know, I've done a lot of these episodes. I don't know if I've ever sat exactly, like, on this corner of the table. So it feels like a different view than normal. Things are kind of spewing out of me a little different than normal. Mm. So I don't really know what's in store for this episode. And I'm excited to find out. Yeah, I don't think any of us... <laughs> As per usual, we didn't really plan what we're going to talk about today, guys. We're just kind of celebrating our 100th episode. But I feel like that's, like, the FCFC way, man. It's the FCFC because way. I remember when it first popped up on my Instagram feed. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, because this? you guys, I don't know if you remember, you guys just posted three different versions of the logo. It was like on black, on gold, and on white. And I was just like, I don't know what this is. I'm just like, follow it. <laughs> so, this is poor marketing. Whoa. We thought we were making a statement, didn't we, Spice? We thought we were, we were like really doing it with that. The three of us, the trinity, the trifecta, together again, perfect. Each equal, separate, but together as FCFC. Mm. What does FCFC stand for, everybody? Slim? Football Culture Football Club. Yeah, yeah. there it is. There it Damn, is. We I had... thought it was four cars for <laughs> comfort. Is that the first time we've actually said what that means on an episode? That. Yeah, I never heard that. Uh, yeah, I don't. Wow. Hey, after 100 I mean, episodes, guys, you guys know what FCFC stands for. 
down. I think oh. it's sort of like it stands for whatever people want it to stand for. Ooh. Oh god! It's, like <laughs> it's the wheezy F. This motherfucker did some shrooms. <laughs> I was. Forward. I think I was probably. I probably was brought into this world on psychedelics, conceived under psychedelic, you know, influences. So yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm on mushrooms. More on that later. I am mushrooms. I don't do drugs. I, I, I don't do drugs. I am drugs, as it was once said. That sounds like someone who had way too good of a trip on shrooms. Well, AC, I want to hear from you, man. So you. That you, was <coughs> yeah, my first introduction. To yeah. That. So what 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 made you from um. First of all, let me point out to our listeners that you did follow, yeah. so the marketing worked. <laughs> second, the, ba- the bag was a lot different. Second, I would <laughs> the bag was a lot different. Second, what 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 uh, propelled you to, to go from follower to contributor? Like, what what made you what made you want to get involved? So uh, this is wait, what I was still not ready. Wait, did we ask him to get involved? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's later down the line. We'll get into that. I thought that, that Josh just threatened you in the alley. Once. Nah, <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get into, we'll get into <laughs> that crazy challenge. story. Nah, but so I at the time was living in San Francisco still, mm-hmm. and I would be coming back to games like every now and then, making like the six or so hour trip back on like the mega bus, and like, dude, mega bus is just. It's it's literally like the Waffle House of like <laughs> transport buses, and I think that it's just you just see anything and everything you could possibly imagine. So, you know, you you gotta entertain yourself. You don't know who you're gonna end up next to or what kind of crazy shit's gonna happen. So, I remember after I saw the three posts, I was like, well, you know, just see what's up. And I remember the first thing that drew me in was that the Monty episode yeah. was the first one. So. You know, obviously, just getting to hear all of that, and, like, I, by that point, I would known Monty pretty well, but not well enough to, like, know a ton of the shit he was talking about, like, mm. of, you know, LAFC before it even kicked the ball, so it was cool to hear all of that, but I, like, waited up until, like, a cool amount of episodes were out, so I waited, I think, until the, the untitled, unmastered New York one. Yeah. To, mm. like, really, like, just listen to all of them in one <laughs> megabus sitting, and... Yeah, dude, it, it was crazy because I was literally just telling Pete on the drive here. It's like what what drew me in was the fact that y'all were getting people that I knew, but I would listen to the episode and second guess if I had known anything about them at all. Because mm. it's like you see all these people, but the things that they're saying on this podcast, like, I mean, I like I told Pete, it's like Vince was the one that for me was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And then Cheese, you know, and hearing that he wrote a kids book i was like that's fucking nuts yeah. i would have never known that so it was that and then just like you know it, it was just fucking funny like there was like probably no other podcast that i would like listen to that was like all right i'm like laughing or like i'm on megabus now laughing next to some like buddy that's tweaked the fuck out <laughs> saying that they need to get off in fresno but it's like fucking <laughs> we're about to get to burbank and it's all crazy <laughs> so yeah man that that's why i uh i chose fcfc you know what's funny about um the untitled and master episode that 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 led you to to kind of look back on it was that we thought we were being cute with the title because it was a shotgun pod uh-huh. uh, we didn't have great mics um and so it was like untitled and master it was raw content and um 
that's not so dissimilar from what we're doing for episode 100. <laughs> and it's not much of a change from us, guys. I think we've done our best to change, but unfortunately, <laughs> time is a flat circle and we find ourselves stuck. Hey, if there's anything that's consistent about us, it's that we're consistently inconsistent. That's right. Absolutely. The consistency comes from the chairs we're sitting on, the, the tablecloth that we've been using since episode one, yep. and um, the backyard, which we've shared most of these episodes at, man. I want to say this came in at like episode three really we no, were doing on... so so we we did a few practice recordings oh yeah we recorded inside one. the back house we recorded inside the main, main house then we recorded outside and sean young dweez dweezus 818 was the one that said oh that one on the outside was the best and that and, was one we and you could here. hear us put the cups down on the table so we need to cover it yes there we go. Probably can still hear us sometimes putting stuff yeah, on the table. Absolutely. And there's some table tapping can we just say, Can we just say it outright? We always warn people about the sound, but thanks for dealing with all of our sound bullshit. I don't know, man. For 100 episodes. I think people like it. It's like an ASMR type of thing. Like, soon enough, they're going to want us like to have the microphone yeah, like, right the here. The people so that grew up in the hood need to hear the helicopters, man. And the panuza, man. Hey. But as John Thorrington once said about Carlos Vela, Carlos didn't just, or Carlos didn't just choose us. We chose Carlos. AC didn't just choose us. We oh, chose is AC. AC so, or Carlos Vela? No. Is he, is he not? Is he not? Of course he is. We are so, both Mexican men. Josh Spice, when we uh, brought AC and Edgar to this dingy... What was that? What was that place? It was, I like to call it an ambush because before we even went to the chicken place, this man, <laughs> like on some real like scummy shit messages Edgar and I like at, <laughs> like at 2 30 in the morning <laughs> and he puts From us the in FC, a FC account no his own account which was like way more concerning because I think at that point like I I talked to Josh but to the level that we like go chat shit now is definitely not there so <laughs> he messages us and he's like guys like and he just types that and like I'm like dude what the fuck guys like, <laughs> dude, message, like I, I'm like waiting to hear that this dude's like being held up for like ransom somewhere and I'm just like, all right. Shout out Ryan Wallace asking Slim. <laughs> he was like, yeah, no, he he basically hits us with the like, yeah, would you guys be down to kind of do some stuff, like help out with like the artwork or like do like photo stuff. And I think I didn't really know what we were getting into. Mm, yes. <laughs> just because I thought, yes. I, I thought it was like a very like, oh, we're going to do like one or two, three episodes and like Edgar's going to take some photos and it's like, mm. that's it. So I was like, oh, that'll be cool. Just like to get to know everybody. And yeah, like I think we kind of set it at that. We didn't really do much up until I want to say it was sometime in May, April, May, right? That um, you took us to what was the, the spot in Patreon? Some chicken spot. The I don't prince. know the name the of prince. it. Prince. Yeah. We were wine Low lit. And dined at a nice little corner uh, table. Corner table, yes. And, uh, yeah, we just talked about what we dreamed FCFC could be. Wow. And, uh, Damn, I sound really cool, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. It was actually it was actually very classy. We were supposed to go to Obi Bear, but that did not work. Yeah, it wasn't a move. Nah, but, yeah, we came on, and I think the first episode that I ever did an, an artwork for was uh, Benny's. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a, a Benny Thrifts episode. Benny Thrifts. Yeah, right, and then we just kind of fucking ran wild from there on out. Yeah, I mean, if you guys really want to, if I want something from you, there will be no stops. I that I'm I'm, I'm afraid to pull that to do it. So I remember that I, we laid out like um, we were pretty open about like, hey, wh- 
this is kind of our vision, but we want someone to help kind of shape it with us. And Edgar and AC were um, the people I had in mind. And this was AC. I'm a, I'm, I'm a talent scout, baby. Come on, this was before this was before much of the the positive press around you, man. To be honest, you were you know you're you're a student positive at the time. Press. You're a student at the time. You, you've said on the podcast before that you were underage when I tried to serve, serve you alcohol. In the past. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Uh, I actually incriminated you on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's been. Um, yeah, you and I, you're coming on. That's that's been our best uh, our best move as a podcast. And people ask us, the first thing they ask us is who makes the art, mm, true. who takes the photos, yeah. and it's always AC and Edgar. We get to point to. They almost us. never ask who are the idiots talking over each other. Almost never. Yeah. Almost never. You're right. They just say, tell me about the to art me, it's and just, the aesthetic. It's just crazy, man. Because, uh, like, I think during COVID, I had like a, I, I really decided to get organized with my files, and I put all of our artwork in like one folder. Yeah. And I just like. So I go from like this that first year when we're kind of like oh dropping episodes pretty frequently, it's in the COVID fucking pile being, like <laughs> that deep, and I was like, it's insane because like to me like whenever like Josh is like oh we need to like episode like cover or do something I'm just like all right cool knock it out like shoot it back over to him. And I don't ever really think about how much like we actually push out. So yeah, it's it's just surreal to look back at all of these episodes and just be like fuck like i had that many like pieces of artwork just going out for episode and yeah man to look at it and try and tie a story back to it it's always fun or even some of the ones that we've been able to like or that i was able to go back and like redesign too for like the redux yeah. stuff that we were doing was cool that that's always a, a, a point of um of great pain for me because ac was like yeah let me just um redo some of the things that i need some that the covers that need some work and he just redid all the covers that i try to do in the early weeks and it's so night and day about what about what what talent looks like no but what's crazy is i've and i've always told josh that there's one episode that i will never ever ever like do a redux or remake cover of and it's the new york uh, I believe it's uh, at the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, uh, I can't remember who's who's on the Ryan like, and Chloe, Chloe Ryan. King. Ryan, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "This is New York, never. LA. This is never LA. getting updated." So hell yeah, yeah. That one's a classic. I might just go ahead and repost the article. Ah, do it. It's too good. It is too good. I mean, speaking on early days, Benny, you were among the first twenty guests to get here on the podcast. And um, wait, I I want to read the description to you. I think AC, you might have written this. I'm not sure who wrote this. No, I I, I think it might have been Dries. For okay, so Let me see. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The the title. This is such a Benny Blanco, Benny Benny Blanco title. It may have been the best of times if only there was someone there to tell us. And we said that on the podcast. You, wh- where's that from? I don't even know. That that goes way back. That's like uh, Dries and I were always kind of like trading writings back and forth and Dewey's was like the wordsmith but I always had like I had like every for every 30 like gold ones he had I had like one like little sucker punch in there that's and yeah, I think when I visited him maybe. in China that was like our, our little moniker was and this one goes an hour 48 minutes this was one of the the earlier ones went longer I feel like um but here's the here's the description that I believe Dewey's wrote for the ink and story and animation aficionados out there, Josh and Dewey's welcome Benny Blanco, Blood Fam, to the to the backyard to talk subjects so vast, obscure, and scholarly that Slim would probably knock himself out with a henny bottle if he didn't have to call in from his cruise ship. That's right. That was <laughs> You're the first on the episode cruise ship. I missed. Yeah. Come get lost in waters of the foreign, the film, and the faith with us. 
See, the worst part is I don't. I actually seriously don't know if I wrote that. But that's because absolutely you your writing. That. That's yeah. absolutely your writing. November twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. You said blood fam. Yeah, that's definitely you. Okay. Cracking the head with the henny bottle. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> A dirt bike? No. No. We're just recording a uh, podcast. We're just recording a, a radio episode. Oh, no. No, no, no. Not at all, man. Hey. What were we talking so about? So, when you were on the yacht. Yeah. Um, were you on a yacht or a cruise? No, no, I was on a cruise. With Arnold? Yeah. And so, and so Benny does what he does best, which is... Comes in and fill Hold in, on, fill in for a host time. Let's clap back in. <laughs> One, two, three. It almost ended right there. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. Welcome to the last podcast. <laughs> so you were on a boat, just cruising <laughs> around by Mexico, yeah. minding your own business, but you were managed to call in that episode. I did. I don't really remember what we talked about. What did you feel that first episode not being in the backyard? Because I think it was the first episode that we all three weren't together, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what did you feel like? Oh, damn, I wish I was there. Yeah, I definitely felt like I was like missing something. But, you know, I was also drunk on a boat in the middle of the Pacific. So I was kind of like, all right, well, just going to enjoy it. And it was fun. Like, you know, like literally I was drunk all day that trip. They had a cap of 20 drinks per day, and I hit that cap and drank more every day. So it was a pretty, like, I was pretty shitty that whole weekend. But, um, yeah, I think, we, yeah, we, I don't remember what we talked about. We just kind of called in, do you guys remember? We talked about, we talked about with you, specifically? Mm, Or just in general. I mean, Benny, that was the episode where, I mean, it was just me and Dweez interviewing you and in that I mean did you expect I mean for the people who don't know y'all are cousins actual cousins actual cousins not just like by virtue of podcast. it by being, <laughs> podcast. You're being on one episode just sick <laughs> podcast cousins but um man what was it like to be to be um to come through the first time I mean you're already you're in the LAFC universe you're you're in love with it the same way that we are but hearing about it in the way that we were talking about it, you had been listening for a long time, too. Well, and I should add, Ben drew some of the first art we ever had Absolutely. for FCFC early on, where there was like a sort of pan animation of kind of like the North End, and it was right before the elections, and everyone hit him up on Instagram and was like, can I use this for the elections? That's right. Right? I have this, so the, me and Dries have this relationship where like, anytime he asks me for a personal favor artistically, right when I start doing it, I get a really big job offer, <laughs> and I totally can't do it for him. So I have like never really come through on any art that I promised Weez. No, you that, except that, that, that was one yeah, drawing. That was, that was <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna do one for every episode. Yeah, I remember. And then, we they, and then you recruited AC. <laughs> we still gotta do that though. That's yeah. amazing. Wait, what? what why? Were, so people were asking you to use it for election material. What, what was that about? Yeah, well, I put actual faces of the LAFC family in. in like, if you look yeah. at the drawing, there's like faces in there, and I didn't. Um, I don't know. I just pulled them out because I saw them all every day that we were there. And then, turns out they were all running for elections. And <laughs> oh, I, 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 
wanted to use that. I thought this thing. was like, um, like, like Don't you uh, remember like when, that, when we first no, released that? People, <laughs> no, people like lost their minds over that because no yeah. one had ever drawn like the North End. It's still to this day. I'm not sure if anyone's ever illustrated mm-hmm. like faces people, and people in the North End like in a crowd I, setting. Yeah, like to the extent that it was captured there, definitely not. Mm. I'd love to do more, but like I said, like maybe I should. Promise you more, because I I could use like a big <laughs> a big job right now. Hell yeah! I mean, it. it was like I think straight up one of the big topics I remember now that we were talking through was um, the whole "it never rains" idea of FCFC being <coughs> excuse me, let's see, FCFC being like a community centered podcast to try and like help kids or adults who are trying to like not even break into the industry but like try to get to know like communication stuff better um illustration stuff better and benny at the end of it you were like really a, a strong a strong record for me was like hit me up if you have any questions or or if you want to get into this kind of um animation um animation field like i'm your guy you know and that was a special thing because i feel like you're one of the first ones to really talk on the larger vision from when we started this thing mm. i'll be speaking at hamilton high school on friday what? With Andrew Henning. Mm, nice. He's speaking to the, his AP art class. Yo. Shout out to Hamilton High, home of, I believe, Kamasi Washington's a graduate of Hamilton High. I think so, I yeah. believe. Who's the guy that played in Transformers? I always think of him. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf's a graduate of Hamilton High. Isn't Thundercat? Thundercat might be a graduate of Hamilton High. Or he hung out with them, at least. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. It, it was, it still is, like, a big part of what we wanted to do was always like the idea was that FCFC wasn't just our podcast it was like everyone's podcast or everyone in the community's podcast and like we weren't just trying to like record us talking but we were trying to have you know whoever and whatever things that would like help express the city or the culture of football um, this was like a, a platform or a prism through which to do that and basically it was like what we told AC and and uh, Edgar, when we hung out with them, was like, what do you guys want to do? Because we just want to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> you know? And I still feel that way, like 100 episodes in. I've had some like pretty bad ideas that I've convinced Josh and Sam to try. <laughs> and sometimes they worked out, and sometimes I couldn't do the follow-through. But like, I think even from that first art that Ben drew, it's like, it proved its point early on, which is just like, oh yeah, like this can be like a venue for lots of people to express things. And what I love is that there are many of those venues now in the LAFC universe and outside of it, and they have like different kind of ways they tackle it. But the fact that we're recording one episode 100, more or less, like with the same <laughs> level of uh, incompleteness or openness as we started the first ones, I think is actually a good thing. I'm, mm. I'm kind of happy it's not more refined or more like... I would get bored of that pretty easily, I think. If we had if we had sent each other all notes about exactly what we were going to talk about today, and, you know, maybe it would have been more entertaining. I'm not sure what it's like from the listening perspective. I can only speak for myself. <laughs> but I really enjoy it. Like, for example, my first time not being in an episode was when I was in Japan. So we had Ben hosting two episodes, the first of which... I believe it was just the three of you, and then it was the four of you mm-hmm. with AC coming over. And that was my first time of getting, like, crazy, uh, you know, jealousy, like, wishing I could have been there in the room. But I loved the fact that, like, I had no idea what these guys were going to talk about, but I kind of, like, knew the arena in which they would be hanging out in. And so it was really fun to, like, watch that conversation unfold. And again, if it was, like, too, if it was too polished and too well... Um, 
drilled or whatever I think I could have even gotten bored you know listening to it but of course I wasn't at all and I think it has less to do with the fact that I know you guys and more to do with the fact that it um, it's the proper amount of meandering mm. and staying on topic that um, yeah I still I still really enjoy it from a recording perspective and now after having listened to it that episode was deep that lo- the loft days were deep the loft days were deep across the street from Sonora Town where I got my discount Dweez moniker. <laughs> we actually sold a cigarette to a man for two dollars outside. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, y'all overcharged the shit out of that guy. <laughs> he offered two dollars, man. I wasn't gonna say no. What was your first episode? Not there, Spice. I missed uh, Fernie Expo Fernie's um, Fern's uh, episode. That was pretty early on too. I think. Was it just you and I? It was like In October, Fern? November. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, it must have been early. Uh, it's not that that early, but it is. It's early, yeah. Because the funny thing is, we're on episode one hundred, and uh, we really started recording with Monty. Mm-hmm. I believe it was November or maybe December of two thousand eighteen. Let me get you. Let so me. So that get you episode note. didn't actually come out until January. Yeah. <clears throat> but we actually recorded it much earlier than that. And then you guys had to deal with me for like three weeks being like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, is it good enough? Is it good enough? Do you want to put it out? And now we've like, the shoe's totally been on the other foot because I'm just like, eh, whatever, just put everything out. And you guys are like, no, no, wait, we have to actually think about this. And the amount of times we would have a guest over and these guys are like, but what are we going to actually talk about? I'm just like, dude, just, we're just going to fucking talk to them. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest, like we, we lean on your ability to ask good questions a lot. I don't mm. even know that they're good questions. They're just The point is, you just want to get someone to keep talking. Yeah, and that's that's a skill. Like, you got that, I don't know whether it's from talking to people all the time or writing books or, like, being a reporter, but, like, your ability to, like, think of questions, because I'm like, I don't, I don't care that much to, like, figure out what I want to ask about you. <laughs> but, like, you're able to, like, I'm better at, like, all right, once you're talking about something, like, we can riff off it, you know what I mean? But, like, getting to those, like, you're the one that gets us to those. You know what I mean? I wish I had all of Dweez's old clippings from his, like, complex days. Mm. And what was it? What was the other one? Not va- The Vapors? The so Vapors? Vapors Magazine, Herb, Herb Magazine. Herb Magazine. Um, a lot of these little online music and tastemaker spaces. Getting cussed out by a slug from Atmosphere and Mer- meeting up with Murs and his smelly hair. And yeah, there's all kinds of clippings. Yeah. Murs's hair was smelly? Uh, maybe. Or was the venue smelling? Uh, that's something about everything is smelling. I remember something in that clipping about <laughs> some smell. <laughs> we will be posting uh, just a collection of Dweezy's little clips after this. Do you guys remember um, the first theme song, our first intro song we had that um, that young Dweez made up? That was just full of unclear, unclear oh, sample. It never rains. Well, All the we, we ended up using it on one of our like radio, and like, then it got yeah. it got taken out yeah. by SoundCloud. By SoundCloud, it's up on MixCloud. Go to itneverrains.com. So, <laughs> so what's interesting thing. is like you know I was thinking about this uh, when Ben and I were driving back from Utah, from Utah, Utah the other week. Like a lot of podcasts just use real songs now. And I don't know that it's, like, a problem, but when we were doing research originally, it was like, oh, you can't actually use, like, copyrighted material. You'd have to take down your whole catalog. Yeah. And so, thankfully, we had Sean Dwyer, who also created a real, like, a real song that is our intro now. Um, and we, we used that instead. But, yeah, that that yeah. little mix down of all the all the It Never Rains quotes and comments and raps and lines, that was amazing. 
And there's actually a few more we could even add to that at this point. Man, I, I remember the first time that I heard that. I was like, I wonder who did this. So it's like, yeah. I, 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 for this like starter, I was, I was like, definitely not Josh. Gosh, <laughs> this is And like, I mean, Dweez might. And then this is before like Young Dweez had even come on the pod, or Young Dweez was like a real like yeah, yeah, yeah. character, like a on figure the, on the pod, in the world, yeah. right? Well, he edited those first. Yeah, he edited those first. I don't know how many do you think he edited ten, and then we then yeah. Ryan was helping us out for a while, yeah, and then you, which Josh is now our editor in chief. Thank God. I know you can check his LinkedIn verified. How does how does editing feel nowadays? Are you getting pretty good at it? Is it become more enjoyable, less enjoyable? Is it tedious? Is it uh, is it something you don't look forward to every week? No, I mean, I will say I put more effort into editing me to sound smarter, and I cut out the pauses that I have. I don't have the patience for y'all, but that's what I do for myself. It's kind of nice, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do have final say over what the hell I said, but mm. um, outside of that, it's it's weird, man. I, I have to take a couple of days before I, I hear it again, because having talked it all out, it's just like you don't want to hear that like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it's really... Um, it's a trip, man. It's it's it allows me to like. That's why I probably remember this a little better than you guys, because like I've been like in this like understanding. Oh, when Slim like Slim made that joke, or Dewey's talked about this. Like I think it's really important to say. But you're talking about the music. I love cutting to the music every time, man. I think there's been a few times early on. Benny, your animation, your illustration in the first time was one of the was one of the big ones, and then the original one was Sean's song, where I was like, oh, we're just doing this differently. Like this is at a different level than than what I could have accomplished by myself, what Slim and I could have accomplished, which originally we reached out together to, to talk about it in the past. And I was like, oh, this is bigger This is bigger than us already. And that's when there's been a couple moments where people just contribute talent, man. When AC and Edgar started coming on full time with this stuff, I was like, another kind of notch in that. It's like, this is like getting crazier and more fuller of, a, of an idea of what we thought than, um, than we had initially planned, you know? Like, we talk about vision all the time, but until you start seeing art behind it, when you start seeing music behind it, it's just going to stay in the cloud somewhere, right? I had a bunch of bad ideas. Josh had a bunch of ideas that actually ended up panning out, and like bringing AC and, uh, and Edgar on. One of the smartest decisions of my life, by the way. One of the, one of the best moves I've ever done. Top five? Top five, top five, top five, top five. He's a kind man. I hope the gentleman hears that I said a kind man. Thank you. Thank so. you. I'll remember that in episode 200. <laughs> Slim, but, but 100 episodes in, man. Like, what, um, we smoked a lot together. We've drank a lot together. What's up? Uh, you guys have spent a lot of time in this vicinity. Mm-hmm. You've probably spent more time at this physical location than anywhere besides your personal homes. No, absolutely. That's, that's at that or the bank, maybe, because you have tailgates for so long. That's true. But how many, because, game, how many games of LAC you had? Do you know? Ooh. If I had a guess, I'd say we are just over... 100, maybe? 100 home and away? Might be 100 total, yeah. Let me double check on that math real quick. Because I'm pretty sure we're at over the 100 mark. Let's just call it 100 and be poetic. Okay. 100 pods for 100 games. 100 pods, 100 games. And I bet you that... You know, if if half are at home, that's 50, 50 home games. Yeah, we've we've easily played like. Um, yeah, fifty sounds about right. Because we, I mean, twenty twenty is the thing that screwed us yeah, up. Yeah, I was about to say. So taking it into account, maybe. Yeah, sounds 50-ish. about right. Yeah, fifty ish. Wait, what was your question to me, Josh? Sorry, my dog's a psycho. I'm just, uh just hundred episodes reflections, man. Like what um. 
we were, me and you were spending close to five days a week together, counting this podcast, counting council meetings, counting TSG stuff <coughs> at one point in time. It slowed down considerably since then, but like, what's, uh, what, how do you feel after 100, man? I mean, what's the residual value of all of all of all these cigs and and, and whiskey? <laughs> Remember how much Hennessy we used to drink on oh the podcast? Oh my gosh, we used to get so drunk here every week. That's definitely slowed down. Um, like we said, it's probably the most consistent thing in our lives, right? Like we come yeah. here every week, whether you know, like sometimes we don't feel like doing it. There's other shit going on in our lives. But at the end of it, it's always like, all right, I'm glad I came. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like therapy. You just kind of escape from whatever the fuck you've been thinking about all week. And then you just talk about whatever random things we feel like talking about that day. You know what I mean? And we've met a lot of cool people through it. Um, Yeah, like you said, like, you know, getting as close as we have with, like, dudes like AC and Edgar and uh, even Wallerson doing whatever the hell he's doing and wherever he's doing it. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's been a blessing, dude. Just like, it's not always that like at our age, you know, like in the mid thirties or, you know, fuck AC and his young ass. But, um, you know, you don't really make new friends or like, you know what I mean? You, you, your friends are your office friends or your church friends or whatever. And like, we've gotten to get to know a community of at least what, like, at least 70 guests, right? Mm. Just, like, getting to know their lives. And like AC said, it's kind of like you see all these faces every week, but you forget that every face has a story behind it. You know what I mean? And we've kind of been lucky enough to, like, hear people's stories about things beyond LAFC and things prior to and, you know, things that they want to do in the future. And it's it's been dope, man, just to kind of dig deep into this thing that we've put so much of our lives into the past three, four years, you know? So much of what happens on match day, um, and this goes for, like, me as a supporter, but also me when I covered the team or, like, had a job to do when I was at the stadium, so to speak. It just happens so fast. Everything's in fast motion. And yeah. you barely have time to, like, really do anything. And, like, I mean, tailgates would be, like, the next closest thing where you got a little bit of time. But there's also so many people at the tailgate that you're really only, you know, that even that is kind of happening in fast motion to an extent. Um, here was always like the place where it felt like we could finally slow down for a second and like have a moment to like hear what someone's up to, someone's thoughts, bullshit about whatever we wanted, have a drink, hang out. And I think that's the main reason that I still love doing this because it is kind of like a slowdown. I was fortunate enough to bring three three people that had never watched an LAFC game to the North End on one of those Wednesday games. I want to say it was like a month ago. When you were in Japan, Dweez, we used your tickets. Thank you for that, by the way. But I brought my two friends from Ohio and my friend from the Bay Area. And they were just, they were wiling out in the North and they loved it. And one of them turned to me and they were like, they pointed to the Capos and they were like, these guys, they're not watching the game. Mm. And it... Like, you're talking about the game going so fast. I was like, I mean, all of us are watching the game, but, like, we're also kind of doing our duty as, like, members of the 32 that, like, you know what? Sometimes we don't watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we got to stay on rhythm and stuff. And it was funny to it was funny to get that perspective because I forget all the time being, because I've only ever been in the 32. I never watch it anywhere else in the stadium. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah. 
Those games go pretty quick when you're just screaming your fucking head off the whole time. <laughs> Waiting in the beer line as quick as you can. <coughs> no, it's well. I remember some of the earlier um, podcasts with some of the capos that we had. And it was like they, they also were, I think some of them newer to the culture, were talking about how surprised they were that they had no interest in what was going on in the game, that they that this was their life, that they had to, to, to lead from that. And we learned that so early on, and we accept it as a fact, but like, then you forget, like, holy shit, this is not a normal thing, right? There's people who pay to be there and then put in a full work shift, and they probably see the ball getting kicked, what, seven, eight times a game, right? right? And they catch it on the big screen every once in a while. But that's, it's wild to think about, man. At least for you, I mean, you, like, you talked about it slowing down for you, but... It's like everyone in the LAFC universe that we've been interested to talk to literally comes to your backyard to talk. Like, what's it like for you to have been to see, like, everyone come through your wooden gate here, like, sit down here in your backyard, like, feet away from where you sleep at night? Like, what, what's that feeling for use you? Use your bathroom. Yeah, use Drink your bathroom. Drink your cups. No, Drink so your tea. What's interesting is, like, my life has been very funny in that, like, the more I try to do something like the more something else comes out of left field if that makes sense mm-hmm. and it doesn't always have to do like with nothing sometimes it has to do with something I'm doing or working on or thinking about or caring about but like this whole thing with LAFC to me still feels like something I made up in my mind like this is just an invention of my dreams and so I think by the time like the podcast happened I mean look I found this house completely by chance and I wasn't even looking you know I was living in Medellin while I was living in Koreatown then I went to Medellin for a few months and tried to retrace Edward Atuesta's history before he came to LAFC no I'm just kidding this is before we had Atuesta (laughs) before there was an LAFC and I was down in Medellin and I came back and a friend of mine from high school of all things had moved into this house uh, in Exposition Park a neighborhood I had been to but hadn't spent a lot of time in uh, in my many years of living in different neighborhoods in the city and it was just like he had a possibility that in like six months he'd have a free room if I was going to stay in LA but I was also thinking at that time to to go to to move abroad again and LAFC had just been sort of coming into the picture the stadium had been decided to be built nearby and, uh, you know, my, my friend and the guy who was living in the back house where I currently live, he and I went on a ski trip, and that weekend he found out he was getting into the Navy SEALs, the guy that was living in the back, and he was like, oh, I'm out. Like, I'm moving out of that back house. Like, you can move in. And I was like, what? And it all just happened very, like, suddenly. Uh-huh. So, again, it wasn't like... I wasn't advocating to, like, stay here or whatever. It was just, like, maybe if there's a room in the future. And then it happened. And, you know, that stadium had start. you know, the 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 sports arena had just been started to get torn down at that time. And so it was, like, really all just starting. And um, I had already written that article. Like, Dear LAFC, I love you and all that. And it just all, like, happened and... I mean, the same day you guys asked me about, or you guys were going to ask me about doing a podcast, I was already thinking about doing a podcast too. You know what I mean? It's like, there are some like, there is a a level of uh, 
supernatural happenings, some, uh, you know, some forces at work that, like, made it happen. So in a way, it's, like, not weird. Like, of course, while I was, like, living in this neighborhood, like, we would start a backyard and a bunch of people would come over. And they would film in, like, an Adidas, like, basically, like, an Adidas commercial over here or whatever, you know? Like, of course that would happen, even though it's, like, the most preposterous thing of all time. But if you told me five years ago that LAFC would happen the way it happened, I would think that's preposterous, preposterous, you know? Like, I would be like, wait, there's going to be, like, a team in my... The, the sport that I love the most and the city that I love the most in happening in a way that, like, I feel is, like, real, like, to me, that's even more insane than having someone in my... You know what I'm saying? Like, LAFC already is crazy enough. Yeah. The fact that, like, people roll over here for the pod and hang out just seems like... Yeah, sure. You know? And who and who knows like how long it'll last? And even when we started recording, it wasn't like I've never like moved in here thinking that I'm gonna stay here for like ten years. And I've already been here for damn six years since I moved in. I've been here for six years. It's longer than I've ever lived anywhere, including like when I was a child. Mm. So, <laughs> damn. like I've moved around a lot. So it's it's kind of weird to have been here the longest of anywhere i've been here for every day every single day of my 30s you know so like we said before this is the last episode of cfc Dewey's is moving <laughs> next week we will no longer but we don't know how long you, you know, we, don't know. We, don't know how, we don't know how long if the pandemic taught us anything you know it's that yeah. things are always very tenuous if uh ben's accident told us anything it's that the life is very tenuous and I mean, we've had straight new up, death, new life. If we want to take it there, it's like we've had people come over here who are no longer with us. Mm. You know, we've we've wanted to bring people over here who didn't make it over here that are no longer with us. Right. And um, it just it just reminds me that like yeah, these little Tuesday night meetups that we do have interesting and important reverberations in and out of our lives. And so I'm just so happy to keep doing them. It sounds like it should be the end of the episode, but we're just taking our first break. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The first couple of times that I listened to the podcast, I was like trying to follow Dewey's. I couldn't figure out which account was his. I was like, is it A. Dwyer or is it Dewey's 818? So I used to think that Shania Was me? Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> like wow. God, this guy looks different. Like, this what? is very, this what is two sides of the crazy <laughs> monster that would have been. <laughs> I think some other people have said that to me before. Someone was like, oh, yeah. He's like, wait, that's your brother? Like, someone didn't know. Uh-huh. I actually kind of like that. I want to be not found on the internet. I'm, gonna, I'm about to abandon Instagram again, by the way. It's gotten the best of me. Yeah, I figured. Just getting current. This is a good run. <laughs> Tried my best. <laughs> Let's take a first break. Oh, then we didn't start the first break? <laughs> Back here, FC, FC podcast, and um, I just I want to just talk on some things that may or may not have happened during lockdown, during the quarantine. We had a, a, a multifaceted, three-headed media media quick strike over here, but um, they were all done on Instagram when Dweez had kind of jumped back on for this purpose, kind of, and it was tea time with Dweez. Streaming with Spice and everyone's favorite, Dickhead Hour with Slim. Bro, bro, bro. I love it because, like, I 
love seeing them all kind of happen in their own way. Yeah. So like, like did we do it three times a week? We had like a full schedule going on. (laughs) We were producing so much shit, and we had like so tea time was on Fridays. Yeah. At six p.m. I believe. Yep. Dickhead hour was like the first couple ones were like Saturday night, (laughs) ten eleven ish. It's funny because I don't know who the fuck actually like. We actually, for the people that don't know, didn't actually name the show Dickhead Hour. The first graphic we made was called Dickhead Drinks. Oh. And I don't know why Dickhead Hour just seemed to catch on more, and then we were like, fuck it, I guess that's what it is. And then I'm pretty sure that's what I called it. Yeah, yeah, you might have just got fucked up and we're still calling it Dickhead Hour. But Shout out LAC Larry, who still calls it Head of Dick. <laughs> when, is, when is my Head of Dick coming? <laughs> And then we had a streaming with Spice on Mondays. On Mondays, baby. At like 5 p.m. But, yeah, it was, dude, it was so crazy. Because we, like, for real, we're just like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing, but we should just try and do this because everybody is inside and isn't doing anything else either. Let's, yeah. let's run through one by one. So for tea time, did we make a playlist every week? Is that what happened? And Dweez would kind of run through playlists and talk through playlists? It was you were so. You know what's funny is it even still seems like a dream to me, and we weren't even drinking booze during that (laughs) segment. So you were saying, you know, before we started recording again, that you're like, oh, that seems like a dream to me, like that that we did Dickhead Hour, and I'm like, what the fuck? I used to like turn my phone on back here with like somebody else who like made a playlist, and we would like yipper yapper, and I'd start rapping in Portuguese. Yes, I have a screen recording of that. Yeah. I was just like, wow, like, I definitely was losing my mind at that time. I mean, and I'm we, always losing my mind. But. We watched Remy play a game of FIFA. Oh, yes. my on, God. On I was like, I was with each other. We were like, bro. and we were wiling out like it was a yeah. real yeah. fucking yeah. I, 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 We were donating, like we were all donating, it was like the donating money, and Max Beto started getting on there. We like, got hey, on FaceTime hey, together, man. Doing the Teleton thing. Mm-hmm. The tel- yes, <laughs> another $3 donation. Oh, man. Being, uh, being on the planning side of that was a trip. Because we were like, yo, what type of reaction is this going to get? Because we saw all the other teams doing the whole esports shit. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, well, this is a no-brainer. It's for a good cause. Maybe if we get like a couple hundred people watching it, it would be a success for us. Dude, there was like 14,000 people watching that fucking thing at a point. And the chat was like absolute <laughs> chaos. And it was probably one of the most fun experiences that we had. Like, to this day, like, a digital concept, I think that's probably one of my favorites. What did you do on that? Uh, just a little bit of, like, the promo graphics and, like, kind of... We, we had these things that when COVID really hit. and We were called, uh, like, task forces uh, in the club. <laughs> so each task force was, like... I guess, like, kind of, ta- well, obviously tasked with doing something. <laughs> Tasking with you know, some forces. Yeah, doing something positive to uplift people and shit. Some people thought of, like, you know, the whole, like, uh, like the full 90 that they used to do with, like, Rich and, like, uh, what was it, like, Pat and, and Oh, yeah, so that all started, I think, mm-hmm. that was a little bit on the tail end of, uh, I'm not trying to say we, we started this rap <laughs> shit. <laughs> this motherfucking things we get. Then- but I feel like we- <laughs> Started this gay shit, but this motherfucking thanks I get. So it's like we were doing those recordings, we were doing our locals only, and then you know, yeah. LAFC started doing a little local. No, we're not mm-hmm. saying you got it from us, but like <laughs> you might have got it from us, you know. Then uh Chi, he was the one that wanted to do like the whole LAFC like live with the DJs. Mm. So they had like charisma and like infrared and all of them come on and DJ. 
and then yeah ours was kind of more like the esports side of things just kind of like figuring out what to do because we got remy and like at that point rich was literally like he is our carlos vela (laughs) because like we have to start making some content with this guy because he's realistically the only thing that we could do without being like watch like highlights of like games we played a year ago Mm. so it was interesting because like bro like you we really had to like I don't know, just, like, put Remy into the spotlight and be like, bro, do your thing, because <laughs> you're the fucking star, so... But can we can we, talk about, can we talk about the MLS's back tournament? Because that was, that, was, that was sort of a trip, too, because, first of all, we had our boy Wally. Like, Ryan Wallerson was actually <laughs> down there, and I have, some, I have some screen captures of him. You can see his glasses, like, just reflecting. He's just sort of, like, sitting in the back next to the corner flag, and, like you know, our boy is, like, playing on the field right there, and, like, I was like, oh, my God, he's, like, the only human at that stadium, you know, that's, like, actually not playing. And then um, we had Slim do dickhead hour after the Galaxy game, and when we beat them 6-1? 6-2? 6-2. And it was, that was one of the most live, lit, wild. Slim was on a sick one. My favorite thing about dickhead hour, though, wasn't even Sam getting fucked up so much, but... I think the amount of, like, chaos in those comments and, like, the the really, like, cry out to want to be on this show was crazy because, like, you know, Sam's doing his thing. He's getting fucked up. He's being a good host. Bro, the cycle of people that you got be, like, guests on that show and, like, the scenes, bro, like, Slippy would be watching, like, Chivas getting, like, drunk as shit. Dweez would, like, call in next and then there was, like, strobe lights. Yeah. And then, like, Benny would call you and he'd be wearing his fucking, like, mask because he's all scrubbed up at the hospital. And we're just like, this is, like, fucking, like, if our content just did every drug imaginable and then just, (laughs) this is it. Because it was fucking crazy. Like, yeah, I, you know what? Now that you say it like that, it was like, it was giving people, like, seeing them in their natural habitats. Yeah. Everybody, you know what I mean? Um, My natural habitat is strobe lights and smoke machines. Yeah, man. When I, you know, you were you were doing a whole bunch of stuff like to keep yourself sane during those times. You were talking about people who were like dying to get on, and Dweez was ready to get on. But there was a lot of people who just like they finally got on. They were not they didn't know what to say. They were just yeah. like, "What do we do?" Well, and yeah. I was like, "What Slim does is so so fucking hard, dude." Yeah. He's just like how. You, you had the you like you like I know what kind of night this is. You play some fucking bop, dude, and you just start drinking a fucking a handle. Or something. We we would we he I think he would just be playing like YG, and then there was a point where I was like, Sam does not want to do this shit. He's done with this shit. Yeah, honestly, getting drunk by yourself is like, like being an alcoholic. You can see why people become depressed. Like, like you're wow. not supposed to get drunk and just sit there and do nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it was fun. Like, it was always dope. Like, that... Well, the hour before Dickhead Hour was always a little tough. Because I'm sitting there trying to get buzzed before we start going. Yeah. So, I'm just sitting there taking shots by myself. Because, like, if I'm not buzzed when it starts... <laughs> what a fucking show, No, sl- man, no slims were harmed in the making of this Oh, content. man. No, like, because if I'm not buzzed when I start, I'm not going to, like... Kobe, shut up, you cute little bastard. Shh. Good boy. Um, yeah, if I'm not drunk, like, I'm not going to have that energy. You know yeah. what I mean? Of, like, 
Like, if someone's not high energy that comes on, I can't get them there unless I'm there. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, because let's be real. Like, half the time that someone was on there and didn't know what to say, you were just like, you better start fucking drinking. Yeah. Like, that's well, it. Like, I, well, it would just start with, what are you drinking on? What are you smoking on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Because, like, everyone... See, like, even that doesn't feel real to me because it's, like, it just came back to me. Yeah, like, man, because... Everyone was doing something, especially in those first few months of quarantine. Yeah. Like, people, everyone was getting drunk at home by themselves. The, the Zoom happy hours and all that shit. Exactly. So, I, it was just like, all right. Like, and another so reason why I stopped with the kid hour is because a lot of people stopped just being home drinking by themselves. Mm-hmm. They were going out again. Yeah. yeah that was or they were stopping like, drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like I certainly, got, my tolerance was way lower. Same. Same. Yeah. Um, we couldn't keep up after a while. Yeah. Once, you, once we stopped, once you stopped leading the torch, the followers just spread out. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Went back dispersed. to the. <laughs> you were the you were the only thing keeping them together, bro. I know, man. But like, do you remember any? Like, do you remember anyone like super memorable or like a memorable night in particular? Like a story, or something you heard during the kid hour? Because so much was said on that on that live, bro. Um. I mean, the most memorable one is when probably Chi took over and did yeah. his little love hour Love thing. hour, love uh, line. Bro, we mocked up everything for this guy. The, the whole package. We gave him the whole, like, graphics treatment. And then, like, we announced it. And everybody was like, oh, this is sick. And then nothing ever happened. Yeah. But that's, 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 that's great. You know, that's the, that's the Chi way. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Chi and LAFC Punk. That was like a real That was a great Oh, yeah. That was actually a real Oof. fucking moment. Yeah. Talking and about it's love, crazy. relationships, we like, mental health. Yeah, we brought that that whole conversation. Like, she brought it up on, on our, like, yeah. one day meeting at mm-hmm. work. And he's like, bro, this shit just, like, moved me. Like, it's not even, like, me just trying to be, like, a, like, cock, like, just being a dick or anything like that. He's just like, this is insane that someone felt comfortable enough to come on our platform of all that dickhead hour to like <laughs> spew out his fucking heart and he just like it, it was dope because it's like shit man I didn't know that you felt that like in tune with it and we're not even like having a face to face conversation so did you have a stri- did you have a streaming with Spice memorable memorable moment memorable conversation that Larry one was good yeah that one was good um shout out my guy Young um who we were talking about the last dance together um, and we talked, Larry and I talked about that as well, but I think Young, Young um, works for GQ. We were talking about athlete style and athlete hairlines. And that was just fun because we never met in person. I met him very recently in person for the first time when I was in New York. And um, it was just like, oh, I forgot we talked for an hour about fucking weird fucking like fringe stuff on Tom Brown short suits and then LeBron hairlines and all that stuff. And it was just like, that was like, I think, that part of it really, all of our different lives gave us an insight to be like, yo, we could talk to whoever the hell we want to talk to. I think that was like an important thing for me to see. It was just like, people are waiting for it. I remember um, talking to, to Kev Blumenfeld at LAC Film Club about a lot of different stuff. That was really fun. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's uh, I think we did a good job of just like hitting everyone's like natural, natural like habitat, habitat the way they, they, that we talk, the way that we think about stuff. And man, the best the best for me was uh, when Pat and Vince and Sublime. Oh yeah, that oh, was, that yeah. was, came, that was came into yeah. and that was just the that was just the battle for the ages right there. It's crazy because <laughs> we I think recently even talked about this again, and he has his firm stance that he fucking hates Sublime. <laughs> like I like 
I honestly do like Pat. What did Pat say? Pat's like you. He's like you're. If you're from California, no, he's like if you're from California, and you don't like Sublime, I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. It's just like shout out to Pat. Shout out. Yeah, nah. It was a wild conversation. That was like a versus. That was like versus before there was versus, but it was just between two people who work for the club and one band. I know, and it it just yeah it snowballed into like a huge fight in the fucking comments. It was great though because like you had people coming at each other like crazy over sublime it was so hard the hardest thing for me was playing it was so hard to play music remember i was always that was like the biggest challenge Mm -hmm. like you played off the speaker and i like had arranged all these different speakers like so many different ways because we were doing playlists and so Mm -hmm. i was like you know walk me through this playlist but it was really hard to like get the music sounding yeah mine was different because i would just turn the music up and just yell over it (laughs) you were like actually trying to have a conversation i was just trying to get people fucked up yeah you know what's great about all these is that like, we love the people who listen to the long-form podcast stuff, but immediately interacting for, like, all of us with the people in the comments, like, fucking with us and talking about, like, oh, I never thought about it like that, or, like, that's crazy that that song slaps, or where Slim is, like, just, like, it's everyone just fucking bawling out in the comments about some random shit. That was really cool. I feel like we did, um, we do really good on our feet, and we love to talk to the people who love the shit that we love, you know? So, I, I, I miss I wanna, that part of it. I want to give one honorable moment, a shout-out, because we, uh, you remember when we were doing the Instagram live DJs on the LAFC account? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was DJ Infrared. I want to say it was him. But I, I went on the FCFC account, and this was when, like, Tiger King was, like, fucking at the peak of its popularity. <laughs> Tiger and King. Dude, we rallied. Like, I, oh, obviously, yeah. was like, I'm not going to post this shit on my account, so I went on the FCFC account. <laughs> Damn. And then I was like... Yeah, we like, got to talk to you play. about using the FCFC as your <laughs> brand. I like it. I like it. Actually. Nah, but... I like, uh, it's because you never deal with any of the DMs. We, we talk about this. None of the repercussions. I, I, I keep it real respectful on there. But I like got everybody to say uh, play that like one fuck Carol Baskin song. <laughs> Bro, th- this dude like had to download the MP3 like mid mix, <laughs> and like everybody was just like going fucking crazy. And I think immediately after that, someone did. I mean, you must have done like a fucking dickhead hour because everyone just hopped over and was like, "Yo, yeah, actually." I would wait for yeah. the LAFC DJ set to end and then start Dickhead Hour. And then uh, there was a DJ Mike after party. Yeah. DJ <laughs> Mike after party busy. after the Dickhead Hour. Or, or uh, yeah. Gary. Gary, yeah. yeah. He would be popping off too. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy because like I remember Mike at one point had motherfuckers Venmoing him for fucking song requested <laughs> shit. Damn, I never got Venmoed, you fucking bastards. You should have just had like, a little cash out. I know, I should have. Damn it. Screwed up. But yeah, that was that was a fucking time. Yeah, I think it, it, looking back at it, like I kind of wish that we had maybe kept some recordings of it or like had some sort of archive. I think the only archived episodes, oddly enough, are uh, streaming with spies. Why did you have to say oddly enough like that? Oh, no, I think it's. <laughs> I think we decided they were not the most to, appropriate of the not to post and post the recordings of Dickhead Hour just because like it, it was, was Dickhead Hour yeah. incriminating yeah. Yeah. yeah you never knew what I think I acted a, I acted a damn fool plenty on that oh yeah show. as yeah. you should yeah I mean that's, that's what, what the was hour for. was for yeah <laughs> you, was... but to be like I'm we've been trying to bring back Dickhead Hour on select moments many a time I thought there would be like like last week episode when we recorded for Julio I thought it was perfect because um, Julio also had jumped on Dickhead Hour and he had, had been on there and Valeria actually had recorded screen recorded Julio being on there and I did, well, was just so moved by that but that one even today's episode I feel like just people are like 
itching for it, man. They're like hungry. <laughs> We're all fucking thirsty for some head of dick, bro. But, but well, if we text Larry right now, Larry... Don't ever say you're hungry for head of dick again. We are so <laughs> hungry. That's gotta be a fucking head of dick. We, if we hit up Larry right now, I'm sure Larry email blast. He'll get AC to do the graphic email. email blast. And we'll Guys, like, I've, I've abandoned alcohol in my life. Well, no. My question is this: Do you think that any of these things could even happen now? Right? Like, and it's the same goes for the cards. Like, I feel like that card phenomenon. The breaks already are broken. Aren't yeah, they? I haven't seen a break in a long time. Because real life came roaring back real quick, mm-hmm. and we all like, breaks oh, insider tip. Hey, yo, Kid Exchange is scamming. I know, Fuck Kid, them yo, kid, ex- <laughs> kid Exchange needs he to send me my like card. He sells like $45 of mine that he was supposed to use on like a break. He's like, he's like, Dweez, we're just not breaking tonight, bro. And I'm like, well, then like, give me my money. Dude. He's got my money. Gee, give me back my 45 bucks. <laughs> I think for the playlist, absolutely. I think pe- people have told us recently, I told you guys, three people came up to me in the last week being like, I love the playlist you guys put out. Like, it's so awesome, okay, man. Playlists. I think that's a huge part playlists of it. Playlists we can bring back. Yeah. All right. That, that, these, live all right. Shows, these live shows, maybe, you know, just people aren't just hanging out at their houses. Should we do a live dickhead hour tonight, bro? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you gotta make it, like, a real, like... Josh, you're going to have to take over. No. I think Josh be like, hey, guys, it's Josh. All right. Now I feel the type of way about the way that you fucking presented me, No, I think everyone... We all rotate. So I'll do streaming with Dweez. You do tea time with Slim, and you do get hour with Josh. I think I have the hardest assignment here. I, you know what's crazy, though? So many people wanted Josh to do it, too. Like, in the comments, it would always be like, can y'all rotate? Because I feel like people were catching on, and Sam is just, like, dying on the inside. <laughs> but, nah, I would have loved to see a fucking... I, I can't be Sam. Guy. I've tried, and I can't be Sam. It's, it's fucking near impossible to achieve. I don't think we could do... Any of us. Weren't we going to do I, a whole episode I, as someone else? That would have been the seriously. I still think that would have been the best episode. <laughs> like I mean, Halloween, I Halloween's be, coming. If I just pretend to be Spice the whole episode, Spice be, pretends be to be too. Slim. Slim pretends to be Dweez. I knew it was bad when I got on. I think you let me on Dick at Hour like one time. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, man, I'm pouring this. And you're like, that's too fancy. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 love, I love when you would turn into an actual dickhead on this. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude, I'm part of the FC. You know, I'm in the fam. You I know? mean, you're like, get it together, man. We'll see you next time. It's like, <laughs> that, it's like the hot dogs Wiener Circle in in Chicago. They, they like this. All those staff there is rude as shit. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta stay on brand. Like, Wait, what? What is the Wiener Schnitzel? The the Wiener's Circle in Chicago. Oh, I never heard of yeah, it. All the staff one. there is hella rude. I'm like one in uh, Boston, Dick's Last Resort. Oh, and it's all. Well, they I think they it's just all, walk like, in and like they, you know, if I'd walk yeah. in, they like all the Asian fat jokes would hit me. I'm oh sure. my god! Yeah. Wow, like <laughs> super Damn. rude. Whoa, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so this doesn't just like, you know, you don't get any napkins while you're sitting down. They're like, actually, like, they're actually <laughs> insulting you. Like if you're not ordering fast enough, they'd be like, next motherfucker. <laughs> wow. One one last note on dickhead stuff is um. Slim, Slim, those are all of our intros for the most part in just incredible, fucking divinely graceful fashion. But I've listened back to a few of our intros in the past. Earlier on, Slim couldn't make up his mind if he wanted to be a dickhead or an asshole. Like, he, like, <laughs> interchanges them. He's like, two scholars and a dickhead. Uh, the next one, two scholars and uh, an well, that's asshole. That's because you guys would be fucked up by the end of each early episode. Like. That's true. I think the script was so off. Well, the by people, that point. the people at home might not know that we record the intro at the end. Oh shit! I just fucking 
the intro. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. It, it's a, this is the episode where we give out all the secrets. Our secret. Yeah, I'm just not sauce. smart enough to do it consistently every week. <laughs> <laughs> There's no real backstory to that, guys. I just it wasn't really indecisiveness. It was just like, wait, what do I say here again? Yeah, don't smoke too much weed, y'all. Someone please put together a master cut of Slim swearing at the end of the the explicit warning there. That's like the the creativity that goes into what Dude, the fuck I said. Even that, it's so hard to stay creative with that. Like, yeah. how many different ways can you cuss? I don't think 14. you've run out in a hundred times. So <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a string of like ten episodes where I think you're really into the word cuck, and so you <laughs> yeah. called everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, some of the words that I was stuck on, like I, I, I re-fell in love with the word that you're. I guess you're not supposed to use in 2021 anymore, which is bitch. Like, I, like, like when you really don't like someone, you like hit that emphasis on the B. Uh, it's just you're a bitch. You know what I mean? Like that. Love that the word. Pop. Mm-hmm. And cuck, cuck was just a great word. Like, but I did hear an interesting theory on cucking. Is like, <laughs> go on. Is like. Slim is waving his finger. You sitting there and watching porn all day and just touching yourself is just like a form of cucking, but you know, it's not your girl that's Do you think that's what Drake's doing right now? Yeah. No? Being the simp king that he is. Alright, we're gonna get into the drink combo again. We will not have our 100th episode. Uh, Wait, we're not gonna talk about the ghost? (laughs) Give me a top level, give me a top level between... Benny and Dwee's party and Slim and Slim and Slim and I's party and AC's party. Just Dwee's hit him with what you think your thoughts on Drake. I I I uh, see. What do they say in court? I cede my time. Or you, you plead the fifth. No, no. Um, I, the fifth. I, I concede my time. Yeah. I concede my time. I think it's in Congress though. Oh. I think that's in court. I concede the remainder of my time. Speaking of that, have you guys seen Zoom like Congress things where like. People just go off and like hit him with oh, like a town hall. Like, oh Wait, my yeah, god, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. fun. Speaking of that, can we all just remember the best thing that happened in all of quarantine, which was the the lawyer? They're doing a court case in Texas or whatever, and he's like, someone can't figure out the Zoom filter. The cat. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm not a cat. <laughs> I'm not a cat. He's like, I can't figure this out. Like that, that was one of those rare situations where everyone wins. No one has to lose for that to be funny. <laughs> that lawyer lost. You think he lost? I think I mean, he had a, I think he got a good kick out of it in the end. But what did know. he say? I mean, he said, like, his eyes, dude. <laughs> the eyes of the cat. He's just like, um, no, it's, it's me. I'm, 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 it's really me. I'm not a cat. <laughs> oh, man. What was your number one? Laughter of quarantine spice. Come on, can't top that. Marble racing on ESPN. That was wild. I was like, they're really showing us marble <laughs> racing on ESPN. Marbles bro. like falling. Down. Literally just a like a dirt like mini dirt road map that they would make, and they would just race marbles. How does that work? They all drop them at the same time, or how is it a race? I think <laughs> they all drop them. I think the it would all be behind this little start, wall, start. and then you pull up the wall, and all the marbles start rolling down. <laughs> you get with the race That's like is. the most degenerate <laughs> gambling I've ever. Bro, heard I was like, wait, part. this is really happening. Like, I thought it was just like a commercial or a joke or something, but then I was like watching for like ten minutes, and I was like, oh, this is like really happening on ESPN. I've bet on turtle races before, and that's the that's fuck? a very West LA thing. Yeah. What? Yes. Right? No, it's a, it, it's a specific bar. Yeah. 
Oh wait, wait, on, talk on to me. Santa Monica. Monica. Brennan's. Brennan's used to do turtle. I, Marina, know, Marina I think Del they still do. I don't even know if they're still around. So is it as as I imagine where you're holding a ticket and a wad of cash and you're yelling at turtles? Yeah. This isn't Thailand, bro. It's a lot like Thailand. <laughs> it's an Irish Thailand. It's Irish Thailand. <laughs> but Marvel, that's the, that's degenerate. That's yeah, the, I mean, the fact like, that they were, it was Okay, turtle man over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, man, real recognize real. <laughs> I think I think my, like, fiend moment for sports during the pandemic was uh, Peter started rewatching One Tree Hill. And... Uh, <laughs> I was just like I was. I don't know where we, it's going. we were living in, <laughs> in one, like in just one room, so like my desk would be right next to my bed. And she'd be watching TV. You're so just I'm crying like, in the corner. Sometimes I'd be like, "Damn, this show like it's kind of interesting. What's <laughs> going on? Like, uh, whatever. Now I gotta get back to it and keep working, right?" Uh, so one of the characters, I believe his name is Nathan Scott. <laughs> you know he, damn well what his name no, is. No, I, 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 truth be told, do not fully remember all the cast, but you know, he Nathan's was playing on, he was playing on the, on the basketball team. Yeah, he was. And he's like taking the last like free throw and he's got to make this one to win the game. And he's like, I was over here like edge of my seat, like bro, like shit, is he about to fucking, he about to fucking like wet this one or something. And then like, he like stares at the fucking like dude that he's dogging the whole game. He fucking just like, I no look just fucking makes the free throw. And I'm just like, Let's fucking go! Let's fucking go! <laughs> Dude, I was so hyped, and then Peter's looking at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is just One Tree Hill." And I was like, "Wow, man, this is a new low." Dang, Peter, he's trying to get into what you care about, and like, that's the type of love and appreciation. Nah, we we finished that whole series. After <laughs> I'm that. sure I, you I did. It was you so sounded weird. like you knew exactly who Nathan Scott was. I that's probably, your homie, bro. I could probably sing the, the intro. <laughs> that, that is honestly how I feel about Ted Lasso, though. I was like, yeah. "Yo, they mentioned Arsenal." Like I'm sick. watching the season. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen Ted Lasso. Should I? No. It's good. It's good. No, I just don't watch season two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is season two bad? It's sad. I haven't... I... Wow. Hey, those biscuits slapped, though. Jesus. The one that they gave out, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, got, like, four probably... boxes, dude. Four boxes of biscuits? Yeah. yeah they gave like... us bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. The towels, man. People hate the <laughs> towels. But, hey, but fall is coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Towel night is usually not well received. We were we were all excited for summer, but LAFC needed the fall. It's fall. <laughs> and on Talk that to note, me. We're gonna take our second break. <laughs> was that the mention of the four zero win? Yes, that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was like the closest. It's like a culture podcast. <laughs> We back. Tea time with Dweez. Tea time. You already know what it is. I just wanted to start recording right now before I even explain to these motherfuckers what I got so I can do it once and once and on, one time only. Okay. What we got here is the Queen of Blue Deluxe from Royal Blue Tea. Wow. Tea Boutique. Tea Boutique. Tea Boutique. Tea Boutique. That it looks... is tea and it is in a wine bottle. Oh. And so it is served fancy. in a wine glass. This huh. is a Taiwanese tea, <coughs> which we're all going to enjoy. An hey. oolong. An oolong tea. Let what me the get, hell? Let me get the wine, let me get the wine bottle popper, because you actually need to use a wine. It has an actual wine cork. And as we're doing this, I want to remind everyone that tonight's recommendations are going to be, what's your favorite, your, your 
episode recommendations for our listeners. FCFC recommends. Mm. What am I, I doing here? Mm. That's easy for me. I gotta say. Oh, he's already ready. AC's going first. Yeah, it's the cheat episode for sure. Just like everyone gets three. Everyone gets three episodes you can recommend. Chi, Vince, and I'm gonna give it to Creeps and Jeremy. Those Ooh, are, those are the top three. The Creeps and Jeremy episode was, shall we say, turkey leg delicious. <laughs> There's a part where, where uh, I think I have the clip cut. Man, don't laugh at him. <laughs> it, it Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Go on. I have to, I have to pull it up. But there's like this audio that we use to promote like the Patreon exclusive audio. Mm. Or like fucking creeps is just like, Josh, are you fucking stupid? And he just like goes off on this insane rant about like something about like animals. Orcas, orcas. This is before he went into the whole orca. Koalas. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So he just was like, (laughs) ah. So dumb. They couldn't even. If you believe in evolution evolve correctly <laughs> like they eat a fucking poisonous leaf in a eucalyptus tree leaf like eucalyptus leaf like they're that's how, so, how dumb they are is go on youtube okay this was worth the scri- subscription alone <laughs> go on youtube right google koala clowning uh, uh koala sound like fucking joe biden again <laughs> fucking ko- koala climbing painting of tree or something of that sort right just google that shit or like youtube it right and i was like this is fucking crazy so i gotta pull up that audio because i definitely want to hear him just going off on you come on ac come on we are, we meant a piece here no wow it's, it's beautiful though because it's part of our history bro like is this alcoholic at all do we see? This is literally just tea. Wow. Same tea I always serve, but this time we're having a little cold. We're having it out of a wine bottle. I done brought this back from Japan. And I thought to myself, this is so ostentatious and ridiculous. This isn't even the type of thing I usually condone. It seems pretentious. It seems terrible. It seems like the type of thing you have when your podcast just turned 100 episodes old. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Wow, wow, wow. So, those are his three. Top three podcasts. Josh, you got any recs for the listeners? Yeah, I got to start out with um, Live at the Barbecue. Um, this was our first FCFC bar- backyard barbecue with all former past guests and some plus ones. And um, man, just the, the it just reminds me of the incredible, incredible barbecue day we had with everybody, like the whole LAFC family at once showed in, showed up at the same time. We're just kicking it and just drinking a ton and... Um, no, that was freaking awesome, man. Uh, the second one would be, I love the Twain Thai one. I sincerely love the Twain Thai one. I think they were they were so awesome. Um, that was one of them where there's been a couple in the beginning where they were kind of feeling this out to figure out like how much you can say, what what these guys are about, and then we get the kind of henny henny flowing, and all of a sudden like all the stories come out. That was the only one where I think we had a dinner with the guests after after the the pot yeah mm-hmm. that's true and that was really fun um and the third would be uh shout out mark rojas when we put up our mental health episode he shared it with everyone being like this is an important thing for a lot of grown-ass men and women to to understand about like north end culture lafc culture and it was kind of in the middle of a we were in person for the one of the first times and talking about just the state of 
how the hell we were feeling, um, the kinds of things that we, we do to take care of ourselves, and the importance of just being together in that time. So those are my three. Uh, mine would probably be um, from one of our Zoom ones, which is you know not the most popular ones, but the one we did with Jonathan, uh, Boozology, going through all the, the spirits um, or whiskeys and scotch and differences of all those things. That was a great episode. Shout uh, out to Jonathan for sending us eight, each of us oh eight different God. samples of eight different liquors so we could walk through them even socially distanced drinking. That was a pretty incredible maneuver he pulled off in like a couple of days notice. I got fucked up, like straight up. Like it was so strong in the little vials. He let us know earlier on that like, hey, maybe we like true, truly sample these because we have eight to go through. And, hey, maybe uh, get a lift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then... David Kim, just to have someone Ooh. that was running for Congress back in the backyard. That's cool. Um, and, you know, just hearing a story about, like, yeah, like, growing up with old school Korean parents, like, you know, coming out and that, that whole journey he probably had to go through hearing about that was cool. Um, and then Doma coming back here and, and checking oh, us on, yeah. or checking me on oh, my geez. foul mouth. And, um, you know, just, like, knowing that you know, Rich's mom listens to our pod is just always a trip, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, there's just so many more, like, finding out, you know, like, uh, sticks used to crump, or, you know what I mean? Just random mm-hmm. things we find out about, like, guests that come back here. Those are some good ones. Benny, Blanco, you've been listening to the pod. You've been listening to a lot of, I, I bet you've probably listened to more of the pods than most of our listeners have listened I've to. I've listened to every pod. Damn I haven't missed one. He's calling Blanco 99 over here. <laughs> he's calling Blanco 100. Face Blanco 99. He's going to be Blanco 100 after this I'm one. I'm not going to listen to this one, but <laughs> I don't like my own voice. Uh, I like the Bulgogi Girls. Ooh. That was a fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get a lot of, there wasn't a lot of female voices on here, and I thought they were cool. We've always tried. We've always struggled. Well, that's like a, that's just the culture, right? Yeah. <laughs> Soccer culture is hard to get. But that was that was a fun one. Um, I love the Orson Oblowitz. I love hearing about making the films. Shout out to the boy Orson. And we um, went to Slim and I sat in a drive-in to movie together in <laughs> and bought close to seventy dollars worth of snacks <laughs> on the way into the into, yeah, into the movie. The funniest part about that is like Orson called me and he was like, "Yo, your boy Josh and Slim are here," and he was like, "Yo, man, they're gonna fucking hate this movie." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why do you say that? He's like, it's just hard, man. I don't know. I don't know if they're ready for it. But <laughs> It was it, hard. Thank you, Orson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite ones. And uh, I, I pass a lot of my own knowledge off. The, the Boozology one I have quoted a lot mm. in my personal life. Yeah. And, and claim that information as my own. <laughs> but honorable mention, it was really nice to... I don't want to like say that my own <coughs> one was my favorite one, but getting... Being able to get a lot of the the thanks and the gratitude off my chest for the accident that I was in was was very special, and I have since kind of like not needed to talk about it ever again because I feel like I got it all out mm, that yeah. episode. So it's nice. on record. Thank no, you deals, for, no deals with time. No, no yeah, with time. I like to I like to thank the FCFC pod for giving me that opportunity because it no, was no deals with time. It was cathartic. Yeah, mm. most of you guys said episodes that I was considering saying before i won't reveal who and when but because we have a hundred to choose from i've got three more to recommend 
I gotta put in the Guanajuato episode in there. Oh, that show is amazing. That is beautiful. So yeah. shotgun episodes. Look, I I love the backyard. I love being back here. I think the backyard is where we thrive the most. But shotgun episodes have always been enjoyable to me. I, as much as I don't enjoy just like shoving a microphone in people's face at the moment, I always know if I am annoying enough to do it enough times during a weekend in this case the final like tapestry of the of the week will be so fun and interesting and it's like a a digital you know audio memory that you can kind of like keep forever and that episode was so great because we had so many hilarious characters and voices pop on ernie always comes to mind (laughs) hello my comrades yeah (laughs) ernie just popping on there and just him talking about like what we were eating and um man like i I think that we re-listened to that one i re-listened to that one maybe more than i've re-listened to anything else because i just wanted i was with different people i was with my older brother at one point and i just wanted to share with them like the experience like dude check this shit out this is what happened in mexico like this is what we did you know so that was a great one, and like I know, shotgun episodes are probably some of the most like hard to listen to for people because it's like, <laughs> it's like you just like you know more chaotic than our regular chaos. But um, I think there, there there's something to be said for for it being sort of like the audio documentary style. You know, um, to, to that point about that specific episode, I think during quarantine, I found myself going back to that one a lot. Just because I wanted to feel that sense of normalcy, mm. I was like, "This is this was probably like one of the last trips that we ever got to experience before COVID like kind of hit, and you know, it just like it takes you back and like I don't know, it's kind of weird to think of life in a way like pre-COVID, you know, like the fact that you even have like a term for it is weird, but mm-hmm. yeah, just like it's gonna take over the new the the AD calendar, yeah, <laughs> PC. Yeah. Listening to that episode, it just like. Even from the beginning, from like the, the ride to CBX. CBX, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's walking wild. through the lot, yeah. yeah, on the way, and then walking through it on the way back. No, that, that was a really, that was a fun episode. So I, I think that one captures like a lot of what, what we aspire to do, I guess you'd say. Like we want to, you know, eventually be able to do, take, take our show on the road, so to speak, and go do it in more places. We obviously did the New York episode. You got the Hiroshima episode coming soon, coming soon. Uh, kind of the same same idea. So that one's one. I would also recommend another one that I really enjoyed was uh, Timmy Maher and Pierce Maher. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to the Maher boys. I mean, I've known Pierce for many years. I've known his dad for many years. And um, what was beautiful about that for me was, you know, I don't think I'm throwing him too far under the bus here when I say this, but like, you know, they haven't always seen eye to eye. Like any fa- father and son, they struggle. But it was like. It was kind of a beautiful thing to like be able to sit in the backyard with the two of them and have sort of like a frank discussion about this sport that really they both loved and had contention over over years and just like listening to Timmy Maher talk about um, the Red Devils and yeah. and his obsession with them as like a kid growing up in Ireland. How Roy Keane would be a good managerial appointment for United yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, and just like I, it's, that was just fun. It was fun to just have like an old head back here, kind of just yeah. like talk. I mean, it felt very much like being in a pub and like talking about you know talking about football so those are two i'd recommend and then i really kind of in line with the uh the same time period of of slim and david kim's episode uh, i really enjoyed having jeff on jeff weiss came on with Mm. our boy ben grenrock and it was cool to just like it was cool for us to you know we're never going to be like a political podcast so to speak but it was cool to like 
get in the mix of like what's happening in our city and like help them in the way that we can like promote their their publication with the land and talk about like the election that was happening and, and a lot of people in LA did get out and vote and that was kind of cool to like participate and care about things you want because it's like you know we love the culture first and foremost for sure and I know all of like the political stuff even like me personally right now like I'm exhausted by it um, and I don't have really the stomach to, to really like catch up on everything going on but uh, I think part of the role of LAFC and like all civic, you know, cultural institutions is there's a civic responsibility, a civic duty um, to, as we got to know our neighbors on this show, we also get to know like the plights of our neighbors and just being aware of like all the ins and outs of how decisions get made for us and, you know, as difficult as things get, like to try to try to understand what it's like to be other people, I think is useful and helpful and being active in that sense is something that I don't think I'll ever get tired of, so having him on and us doing that episode because you know in the beginning we talked about it, it was like oh is this going to be is this going to be even fun you know but it turned out to be turned out to be a great episode so those are my three i'd recommend you guys got 12 12 15 15 episodes to go check out of our 100 but i don't know hopefully those other 85 are equally intriguing in their own ways i don't know guys that's Let's move on to what what the next hundred episodes is going to look like when we record episode two hundred. We've we've done a time capsule pods before. Oh my god! <laughs> By the way, we did another time capsule pod. <laughs> can't That's wait! Right. I can't wait for That's it to right. come out in November. I've got to go find the file and make sure we don't lose that. But that's actually been one of my favorite things we've done too. <laughs> uh, that's just another stupid idea of mine. But um, what does episode two hundred look like? What 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 kinds of things do you want to be doing differently, or do you hope that we're <coughs> recording in the same setup in the same backyard, a hundred episodes from now, and talking about um, our next our next three recommendeds? Can I say that I'll two hundred? I'll remember to bring the podcast microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember them this time. I promise. <laughs> Um, I think we talked a little bit about it a couple weeks ago, um, just about kind of getting more back into, like, talking about supporters and their stories, right? We've colored outside the lines a lot, now to color back inside the lines a little little bit more. more of that, and, you know, probably bringing on more people from supporter groups from other clubs, um, all over, wherever we, we can reach out to them. Um, Because, yeah, like, these are all people that are going through the same fight and the same struggle to support a sport that isn't the premier sport in America. Um, And, yeah, like, we all go through similar quarrels and, you know, similar struggles that kind of, yeah, we'd like to hear more about from from their end. And, yeah, I think that that's kind of one of the directions that we want to go moving forward and there's goes my dog again i want p-rod p-rod yeah get p-rod on the pod yeah that dude is fucking i think i feel like he'd love it i think there's no reason we can't get p-rod yeah. i think by episode 200 we'll have p-rod and day one on that'd be a sick episode especially because day one is so about it like i didn't expect him to really like dive in as much as he has he hasn't missed a game since he started coming right I think he might have missed, like, one or two, but he's, like, making it a point to be there, like, every game, which is so rad because it's, like, two worlds that I never thought would even come close to colliding or now. Well, shout out to shout out to Pat 
Yeah, shout out to LAFC Pat for for uh, also calling out early on like that. Early days supporter culture has always in MLS, and you know what we're doing here has always felt like skateboarding culture. So there are some uh, some similarities there. Josh Spice, how about you? Episode two hundred between now and two hundred. What uh what do you want to see take place? Uh, we'll be doing our first remote in Asia by two hundred. Um, so that includes the incredible countries of Vietnam. Korea and Japan, and maybe even China, but um, yeah, and more video. I think in in the midst of that too. It's if we were talking about all the IG live stuff, which was so great during um, the lockdown. But I think having just that kind of uh, yeah, that kind of understanding of it on the road again is so fun. Like I like you're saying about Guanajuato. Like that's the episode I go back to most, um, especially during um, lockdown post. It just was like. So great to hear all of us um, with no masks on, you know, with that, not even the specter of masks on. Um, Slim was missing, of course, from that one. And um, I love missing all the big away days. It's my favorite. <laughs> like all the outside noise, man. Like even the second segment, I remember it was, um, we were just. At the rooftop, right? No, that, well, maybe that was the third, but like the one where. I feel out, like there's like eight segments. Eight so segments in that. <laughs> there's too many segments. But we were just out like in the outdoor patio restaurant. Um, and there was music going on oh, in the background, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're talking to Jimmy, um, Cassie. Maybe Joe was there. Yeah, Joe Joseph was there as well, and it was just like it was truly happier, maybe even simpler times. And um, yeah, we just loved this. I just loved hearing that so much. Shout out Ernie always for dude. Shout out Ernie man for providing for the sound bite of the century. Dude, there were so many sound bites of the century. Guacamaya. Yeah, <laughs> I want to try that bro. shit so bad. <laughs> right, so it's good. it's in the way that Ernie's saying the word guacamaya that makes you want to eat it. The people sa- are beautiful. Uh, everyone's uh, so nice. The food is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite bits of the whole. The whole yeah, because like, I like even having experienced that. Like, if I had never been there, I feel like there was a picture already fucking painted in my head. That shit was just so vivid. That, that rooftop segment you're uh, referring to too, Dweez and Young Dweez had just gotten out of um, like a like a Mexican sweat lodge too to yeah. like convene yeah, with yeah, the yeah. spirits, mm-hmm. and so like the Temescal, yeah, the Dweez always has some kind of twinkle in his eye, but when he got out of it, his glasses were off, and he just he was looking beyond. <laughs> you know, it was just like. I, he went through some shit in there, I dude. Did, definitely bro, did. Bro. I ran into Sean Dwyer after that. We we totally did not like expect to run into each other. And Peter and I are drinking like this like uh uh rusa, that's what they call it. It's like a soda with like fruit and like tahin, all that kind of shit. So I see this guy with sandals on he's like he looks like he just came out of a sweat lodge. <laughs> and I'm just like what the hell that that looks a lot like like Sean, like Nah, dude, I'm like, I'm bugging out, like, it's definitely not him. He turns around, he's like, yo, have you seen my brother, man? And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> shit, like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I also got that stare from him, and I was like, damn, man, I don't know what happened. It must have been gnarly. It was pretty gnarly. And I encourage anyone listening to this pod to go to a Temescal at your earliest convenience and uh, any other... Uh, strange experiences that'll lead you to other dimensions because those are dimensions worth visiting. Recommend you do any impression of Sean Dweez <laughs> like that. It sounds like that. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
like how like, much of it do you remember? Like, cause like oh, I remember almost all of it. You when I saw you, the thing you were doing most was you took your glasses off and you kept on wiping them down while like you're looking like into my soul and you're like yeah it was it was pretty it was intense like i knew it was gonna be intense but it was like intense and i was like oh my god what happened to you and then we called your ass um on the rooftop i think that was the, the same segment uh, but uh you yeah you, people called you and sean so sean was just sean was going off on you just like it was like man slim just Man, just a good energy, like, all the time. Like, there's something about he brings into Bro, this. there's something about Sean that whole trip that was just amazing, man. And, like, it's so funny because, like, we pull up to the, the subway slash bar plaza that we were at. And he comes up to me. He's like, dude, I just ran into fucking Keaton right now, man. And, just got <laughs> and like, I just, I just fucking love him, bro. And then just... I, I like see him and he's got the, the 420 like scarf like across like his fucking yeah. hat and he, he looks like kind of like a what was it for Beavis and Butthead like Cornolio yeah, he's got like yeah. the fucking thing on him and he's just like I'm having a great fucking time out here dude like it was just it was fucking <laughs> rad I, I loved it bro because I think that was the first time I feel like I truly saw him come out of his shell at a, at a yeah like, no, and he, event. well he brings cool. it up all the time because Sean he doesn't he's he's even more elusive than I am he's not always like able to like you can't he's he's very slippery he's a slippery little salamander and so you can't like you can't like get a hold of him you know he's always wiggling around and slipping out of your grasp um and so for that trip to Mexico he was he was actually like there in the mix and he always says that he he really loves that trip so I look forward to bringing him on more away days I look forward to us doing those and for me, it's like, I don't know, for these next 200, I just, like, I can't wait for all the shit that we have no idea what's going to come, if that makes sense. Like, the type of things we'll end up trying, the type of guests we'll end up having that we, like, couldn't possibly predict that are, like, not even on our minds right now. I think that's the best part. And that's how this pod has always been, is, like, we've had some rough ideas of the type of people we want to have on, but, like... There's always people that come out of come out of the blue, come out of nowhere. There's episodes where we don't have guests. There's episodes that we record not in the backyard or do remote. And I think if if these first 100 episodes taught me anything, it's that like we have a lot more to learn and a lot more interesting conversations to have with people we either may n- never have thought we'd met or maybe you know we knew our whole lives and we just hadn't actually had the chance to to talk to them. Maybe we're gonna get. Uh, some uh some some other family members on here maybe some uh some spice fam some slim fam some uh, ac fam on here you know my parents would never <laughs> one of one of maybe your, a like, sister. seven neighbors is gonna win your weird bachelor contest that you're running i think the next, I think the next time josh's i think the next time josh's sister comes to town we should just have her on she's like she's like oh, i didn't even know my brother had a podcast <laughs> it's like a tell all, just like a fucking. <laughs> and we, yeah, exactly. We just be like, what? Because it'll be just like you know when Thelma was on with Rich, like she just gets to roast Rich the whole time. We just be like, all right, what's Josh? What was Josh? How how shitty was Josh as an older brother as a kid? <laughs> no, like, actually, no, well, we're not too really nice. <laughs> I feel Let like I see you guys doing some like uh, experience shotgun pods, like getting tats with dweez and. You oh, still gotta get your tat, dweez. Yeah, by episode two hundred, will you have a fucking tattoo? By episode 200, will I have Sensory deprivation with Slim. <laughs> Put you in a pod and see what happens. Pod no, that sounds pod terrifying. I'll do it. I could see, like, sauna with I Slim. think it'd be fun to do a skydiving pod together. Sky you guys want to jump out of your plane? fucking mind. Right, <laughs> Thank you, Slim. I'm in for all of them. Sign me up for all of it. You don't? Yeah, you guys no. do that. 
Let me know how it is. What's right, what, let's go what, on a hot air balloon. Most, I'm going to be the most, Steve-O. I'm going to be the Steve-O. Yeah, yeah, what's the most if uncomfortable? If we go back to one hot, then we could do there. Wait, food. what's yeah. the most uncomfortable pod that you guys would be willing to do? I would do What's like the limit that tank. you're willing to press? This fucking fear factor all of a sudden? What's going on? Nah. Yeah. I like the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> the most uncomfortable. I'm a simple man. Probably the dude come if he came back or something. Yeah. That was uncomfortable. Threaten your life. Yeah. Uh, uh, nah, I don't know. We I, didn't I, get rolled up on for 100 episodes. <laughs> I was just that, yeah, that really almost threw me off the whole thing. It's not even going to be in the episode. <laughs> it might be. It might be. No, we'll, let, we'll, listen we'll let our editor know. Uh, you want to leave that one in there? Wait, nah. AC, you said Shark Tank? Yeah, I would love to do it in a Shark Tank. That's, That's probably the only thing I wouldn't do. Really? Get into a Shark yeah. Tank? Yeah. I, I with like a shark or like in a, oh, in a cage no. with a shark? Stop. In a cage and then with sharks over there. What the hell is compelling you to say that? I would do the cage with you. That sounds so scary, but I would love to. Do oh, it. in the cage, and they're not like so. In South Africa, when you go to Cape Town, that's like one of the big things to do is like you go swimming with great whites. You go uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I'm straight. Yeah, it wouldn't make it wouldn't make for good podcast listening, but <laughs> well, if we had underwater, like. <laughs> 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 Josh and Slim should be here. <laughs> yeah, man, y'all, y'all talking some crazy shit that I'm not with. There's already oh. enough ways to die in the world, man. I'm not trying to just, you know, test. If I do the Grill Dweez 1000 again, I'm just going to live stream the whole yes. thing. <laughs> we got it. No, All right, guys, I'm, I'm still crazy. running. <laughs> that was such a wild moment, man. Like, it's crazy because we ended up going to the wrong place initially or it might have been the correct spot but just not the he spot was just you were like, at. yeah we were yeah just and i remember we were like tracking just trying to figure out where to like catch you and like i had like so no all these idea. couples making out and it's just me spice and ac just up on a hill just like, just oh, this chilling. is very romantic <laughs> I'm, so nice. I'm, I'm glad i you. made you guys do that <coughs> that was so crazy man i could i i feel like you had such a runner's high that was so contagious Oh, dude! That it was. Once you're 15 insane. hours in, you got to be high on something. Yeah, <laughs> I was definitely out of my fucking mind at that point. Uh, here's to experiences that press our comfort zones for the next 200 episodes. And on that note. And on that note, see, I told you we're 100 in, and I still don't have this down. This has been another episode of the FCFC Pod. We love you. Bye. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FC, FC. FCFC. FC, FC. FC, FC. FC, FC.